0: Welcome once again to the Circle of the Panda podcast. This episode is going to be about the beginning of Circle of the Panda. How we got started. When we got started my son was 12 years old. And he approached me one Saturday morning and said, Dad, I want to start a business. And we were, we were in the dojo that we were training in for martial arts. They were both black belts. and We asked to do a black belt project when he approached me and said, Dad, I want to start a business, I said, all right, this is, this is a really cool statement for me because I believe in the power of entrepreneurship when done right. And, uh, and I said, okay, here's the, we'll do this, son. Here's, here's the uh, one condition it has to have a way of giving back to the community. Well, my son Lawson and I didn't, we didn't know what business we're going to start and we didn't know how we're going to do this. So we were sitting there cleaning a the dojo one Saturday morning and the front door opened and in walked a family and they said, do you have a martial arts program for the special needs community? We said, uh, no, we don't. We're about to cleaning. About 30 minutes later, the door opened again and in walked a, another family and they said, do you have a martial arts pr- program for the special needs community? And we said, no, we don't. And then the next day we got a phone call. And he said, you want to guess what they said? He said, do you have a martial arts program for the special needs community? And we said, uh, we do now. And here's a point I want to make on that. Sometimes when you set your intentions, like our intentions are to start a business as some degree of giving back, then just wait and see see what happens. And I've kind of noticed in my life there's a magic in three. three. If I see something in three times in a set period of time i think i'm getting a message and uh, i know we were getting a message so we started a martial arts program for the special needs community didn't know what we were doing we had no idea what it was going to look like and those first days were pretty difficult well we opened up the the invitation and we had six or seven students with special needs and they had a wide variety of special needs and we said okay we're going to need some assistance and we had opened that up to the people we trained with, and we got seven or eight people that volunteered for that. Uh, i got to give a shout-out to our assistants because, I don't know about you guys listening to this or watching this, is 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning was, when I was a teenager, it was not a time I really wanted to get up early and show up at 9 o'clock every Saturday morning to do anything. Well, they were. Our assistants were showing up to, to help every Saturday morning. Uh, I think we probably did it for a year or two. So those first days were what one of our the, the parents of the special needs students we had, their students with special needs. I'm not sure I always get the order right and how I should say it. But um he said it was beautiful chaos it was beautiful chaos in the way that we would just kind of show up and teach what we learned from a martial arts perspective and just and just see what would happen well what i would do was i would go into the back when i would show up every morning i would um, i would as a leader of this thing it was it was certainly beautiful chaos and it was a challenge because i didn't know what i was doing so i would go into the back room and there's a little room and i would pray i would say Heavenly Father, please let this go well today. Let the Holy Spirit in the room and help me. Because I I don't know what I'm doing and I need your help. And when I would do that, it would always go better. still a bit of a chaos in it, but the day would, would always go better. So I would do that in the back room. And then one day I said, son, we're going to take this prayer from the back room. And just take it out to the group and we're going to say we're going to say prayers before we get started I didn't do that old uncomfortable let's go around the circle and say everyone say a prayer because we always started each Saturday morning sitting in a circle and I would look around and we'd have these students and we'd have the assistants and we'd all be blended in the circle to me it was one a memory I'll never forget some of the images um, I, I loved it I, I just loved how we had the different groups come together. And um, you couldn't tell who had what needs. We were all sitting in a circle together. So I told Lawson, I said, it always goes better when we say the prayer in the back room. Let's bring it out to the group. So we would sit in a circle and we'd say a prayer. Again, I didn't make it. Are you going to say it? Do you want to say it? I didn't make it anything that that was showy. I didn't force it on anybody. I just said, here's how we're going to start it. So in the circle, however, I would say, I would I would make the invitation, would anyone like to say a prayer? And we had two individuals that are students, special needs and neurodiverse. Now, you'll start noticing that I start removing the labels here. And I'll just say students. So I'm just going to leave that to you to assume what some of the challenges our students were dealing with. But I would open it up. And I would say who would like to pray and one of our students would raise his hands raise his hand and he would say this prayer about uh, you, you know God please allow me to have taco bell today and and uh and I would like to you know watch Buzz Lightyear for my birthday's coming up. just a really heartfelt genuine sincere beautiful prayer well, this was a conversation about what what was on his mind I love those kind and then I would say, "Who else would like to pray?" And and uh, and then uh, one of our students, that was nonverbal, or we thought was nonverbal, would raise his hand. And often he would bow his head. He would put his hands up, and he would say, "Lord, thank you so much for my parents," and and you know I love them so much, and thank you for our time got a, It was a whisper prayer, but it was just it was beautiful. And oftentimes on Saturday, what I would do is say, "Okay." Jake just dropped a mic on me. I'm not even gonna try to say a prayer that's gonna top that one. Just a beautiful, wonderful, authentic conversation, which I think is how it should be. Well, we always did it in a circle. We always did it in a circle. And then when we were in the circle, we would, we would do the prayer and then we would, we would start it this way. We'd say, okay, Braxton, he was one of our star students. He taught us a lot in those days. I think about him often. We'd say, "Okay, Braxton, how about start us out off with a whooshy finger hold," and he would stand up and do the whooshy finger hold, which which was a reference to the movie um, Kung Fu Panda. So he would do is he would make up his moves, and they would end up doing the whooshy finger hold, and that's how we started every single time in the circle, whooshy finger hold, and we always ended ended in the circle so we would start in the circle we'd have our class and we would end in a circle and something happened on those saturday mornings we were kicking and they were kicking and we were doing things we never thought we could ever do we were laughing we were running we were again we were communicating in ways that we never thought any of us would do and it created this level of joy You had adults you had kids you had students you had assistants labels were removed and there was this feeling of great joy that filled the room and in that joy some wonderful relationships were built and again we were doing things that we never thought we would do so that's how circle of panda started (laughs) the dojo's closed now Um, uh, The martial arts program is closed and will most likely never be started again, but here's what we learned And here's what we've taken with us. We learned What can happen when you give people that are often overlooked a chance and Then you provide the right kind of support Keep that in mind. What can happen? What are the possibilities When you give people that have been marginalized and overlooked, for whatever reason, an opportunity to excel and you need to give them the right kind of support. What can happen? That is how Circle of Panda started. And those are the concepts and business beliefs that we are building businesses on right now. We have built businesses or we're looking at opportunities. What are the possibilities? When you give groups that are marginalized an opportunity to shine, to find their skill sets, to find their gifts. And one of the key things is providing the right kind of support. That was the beginning of the Circle of the Panda. So you're gonna hear throughout this, these uh, these episodes that common theme. As we spread out the message and what started from those, those um, Saturday mornings, in that dojo. And with this, I wish you all the best and peace to you. You can find me at JD at